This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. NFL Draft tonight. We are, in fact, six hours away from the Carolina Panthers being on the clock. Frankly, they've been on the clock. When you have the first pick, when the next pick is yours, you are on the clock from the moment that pick belongs to you. So from the moment Carolina made the trade more than a month ago, they have actually been on the clock. And there is every, every, every indication that that pick is going to be Bryce Young. But let's talk about that and a few other things. With John Breach, CBSSports.com, part of the Pick 6 Podcast. Super friends, he joins us. Sir, thank you very much. On There's nothing going on today, right? No, I was taking a nap when you guys called. <laughs> What's a, a down day, slow day? I don't know what else to do with my time. <laughs> uh, any indication that this is going to be somebody not named Bryce Young? I think that it would be the biggest shock, maybe in NFL draft history, if the pick is not Bryce Young. I mean, all signs are pointing at Bryce Young, and it, you just look at the other quarterbacks. They all have – you can make whatever complaint you want about the other quarterbacks. It's Bryce Young is the best all-around talent. Obviously, his height is the biggest setback, but as far as on-field talent, it just Bryce Young seems like the easy decision. If it wasn't Bryce Young, I, can't, I, I, I enjoy doing this because I think it speaks to how we think and – I would love for all of us to kind of get out of a group think when it comes to the NFL draft. But if it wasn't Bryce Young, who would you take? Uh, if it wasn't Bryce Young, I, probably C.J. Stroud. It, it, he just seems like the second most talented quarterback. Uh, I, I love the mystery of Anthony Richardson. He's obviously an athletic freak. But when you look at the historical nature of the draft and you have these guys who don't have a lot of college starts under their belt, like Anthony Richardson, they generally don't play well in the NFL. I think Mitchell Trubisky was the last guy who had uh, fewer than 15 or 16 college starts, and they just struggle at the NFL level. So Anthony Richardson would scare me. Uh, I don't think I would spend a first-round pick or or, or number one overall pick on Will Levis. So I would probably go C.J. Stroud if not Bryce Young. Tim, yeah, what you're articulating is that C.J. Stroud is the safer pick. And here's why I wouldn't take him at number one or number two is because when I look, I I don't look at C.J. Stroud and see star. I look at C.J. Stroud and I see, I think he could be a good quarterback. And if I'm picking number one, that's not what I want. I want a star. And to me, and I'm not saying I would take Anthony Richardson number one, but if I wasn't taking Bryce Young, that's the guy I would take because even though the odds probably are not in his favor, if he hits, he's probably even better than Bryce Young. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the weird thing, though, is that Frank Reich is just such an interesting person to be a part of this because we've seen what his quarterback luck has been, uh, (laughs) you know, for the past few years. He can work with anyone and everyone, whether it's somebody, an all-pro like Andrew Luck or uh, a guy on the tail end of his career like Matt Ryan. Philip Rivers, whatever. So you, you do have to feel good that no matter who that quarterback is, that Frank guy, Frank Reich is the guy you want in charge uh, when you're bringing a new quarterback into a system. John Breach, CBSSports.com, is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. So how many teams that are picking in the first 
uh, 10. And right now, here's the list. Panthers, Texans, Cardinals, Indy, Seattle, Detroit, Raiders, Atlanta, Chicago. How many of those teams need a quarterback? That doesn't mean they'll take anybody here. But how many of those teams really actually could use a quarterback better than what they have? Uh, obviously, Carolina, even though I love Andy Dalton as someone from Cincinnati. <laughs> right. Uh the Houston Texans, I, I, they're the mystery of the draft because they could absolutely take a quarterback, um, but then there's just so much talent at the top of the draft as far as defensive players go, and so I wouldn't be surprised to see them do that. Uh, the Colts at four, the Seahawks at five are also intriguing because yep. it's not like that long-term deal they gave Geno. It, it ties them to Seattle for eight years. It's They can get out of it after one year, so that's a possible quarterback spot. The Lions, they haven't given Jared Goff an extension, so that's something they could get out of in the next year or two. The Raiders, again, not tied to Jimmy Garoppolo forever. The Falcons are another intriguing name. So, I mean, where are we at? We're at Falcons, Raiders, Lions, Seahawks, Colts, Texas. I mean, it's it's a lot of teams that if someone fell in the lap, if C.J. Stroud fell to eight with the Falcons say, ooh, we didn't expect him to be here. Should we pivot and take a quarterback? So, yeah, there are a lot of teams that could conceivably – take a quarterback, even if it doesn't feel like they're going to do that right this second. Yeah, the answer is all of them can use a quarterback. And I would put the Cardinals in that category too, but they won't because they just went through the business of paying Kyler Murray and he is to me the poster child of exactly what you don't want as the number one overall pick is that I think they I think they regret that contract today. I think if they could, if they could do a do-over, they'd do it. Yeah, well, the thing is, you look at the top quarterback contracts right now, and I think a lot of them are being regretted, whether that's Russell Wilson in Denver, Maybe. Uh, Kyler Murray's. Yeah, exactly, and so I'm sure that's part of the reason the Ravens are a little bit scared of giving Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed deal. It's just that, hey, look, it hasn't worked out so well for these other teams, and it even the Kyler Murray situation is interesting because you had a team that look, they drafted Josh Rosen in the top 10 <laughs> one year. And we're like, yeah, he's not good. So we're just going to move on and use another pick on a quarterback. So the philosophy there, uh, even though I don't think they would take a quarterback, but yeah, you could certainly argue that, Hey, Kyler Murray's not going to be ready. Let's bring someone in. John breach. CBS is joining us here on the Adam gold show uh, to just away from the first of all, let me ask you this. If did you? I don't know if you did a mock draft or not because there's only I think only three people have done mock drafts this year uh, across the universe. It might be more than three, but I think it was three. Um, who's the best player in this draft who's not a quarterback? Uh, that is a tough one. I, it, there's just so many. You know, obviously Will Anderson is yeah. at the top of a lot of lists, but. You know, how good is he? Is he going to be, is he somebody, if he goes number two overall, he's going to change the franchise and and, and change the Texans and, and turn that defense into one of the top ones in the NFL? I don't know. It seems like everybody who's not a quarterback has a lot of, there's a lot of knocks on him. I mean, you've heard there's experts saying, that hey, this is not one of the best draft classes uh, it, it's just down, whether it's Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, all of these guys, there's just one minor knock where you say, eh, I don't know if I should be taking him in the top three. Um, but I would probably go with Will Anderson as the safest non-quarterback best guy to draft. If I'm the Texans, I'd take him there, or Tyree Wilson, 
and then they pick 12. I'll bet you there's a quarterback there. <laughs> I'll yeah, bet you there's a strategy. I, I, and I, I would do the same thing if I were the Detroit Lions. I would take the best player on the board at six, and at 18, if there's a quarterback there, like maybe that's a spot for Hendon Hooker at number 18 in the draft. If you're the Lions, somebody you can play golf for another year, maybe, I don't know how long, maybe one more year, and then Hendon Hooker might be ready to go in year two. That's what I would do. If I, if like, I, I don't know if you saw the video of Mike Greenberg from ESPN losing his mind when Mike Tannenbaum suggested that the Jets take a quarterback. They're not going to do that in the first round, but if I'm the Jets and there is a legitimate developmental prospect at quarterback sitting there in the second round, I'm considering it. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I mean, with the Jets, I think it's a little bit different situation because you don't want to completely throw Zach Wilson under the bus. Which, really? You know, it's already been kind of done. He got benched last year. I mean, he's a number two overall pick. You have him under contract at, at a cheap rate. Why not let him sit behind Aaron Rodgers, see if that helps him this year? And then if it doesn't, you go with the next year's draft with that philosophy where, hey, well, let's hope Aaron returns for a second year. Let's get a quarterback who may be a project to come in here and work under Aaron Rodgers. But I would give Zach Wilson – at least one year to kind of learn under Aaron Rodgers. But I love the ideas with uh, the Lions and the Texans. Don't reach for a quarterback. Uh, you know, these quarterbacks are only going high or, or projected to go high because they're quarterbacks. It is, right. That doesn't mean they're the top 30 talents in this draft. Uh, if this was 2005, you know, when quarterbacks weren't going at the top of uh, all the top five picks, and these quarterbacks probably don't go as high as everyone thinks they're going to go. So, yeah, I think the Lions, if you wait until 18, maybe you could trade up if someone falls down to 14 or 13 because it's a lot easier to trade up from that spot than it is from six where they currently are. And even the Seahawks could do that because they pick at five and 20. So maybe Seattle says, hey, you know what, we'll take our defensive guy at five, and we'll cross our fingers, and maybe we'll be a quarterback at 20. And if not, then we'll take uh, someone else that fills a spot. And the Titans, too, I think are interesting because they're yeah. at 11. I really feel like they could end up taking a quarterback, and it wouldn't shock me at all if they end up trading up. No question about it. All right, uh, final thing before we let John Breach go. I've asked this question of other people. We haven't really talked about it today, but you mentioned Lamar Jackson. Uh, so uh, you have three options, Lamar Jackson, plays in week one for the Ravens, he plays in week one for another team, or he does not play for anybody in week one? I'm going to go with option one. It just feels like it's kind of trending that way with Lamar returning to Baltimore. You know, it was one of those situations where there was just nonstop drama and things leaking out during the whole entire month of March, and now we've kind of reached the no news is good news. Both sides have kind of piped down and gotten quiet. Nothing's leaking out except for a couple of more cryptic texts and or tweets, and we have no idea what those mean. They might not be related to going back to Baltimore. So it does seem like things have kind of calmed down and that he'll end up – and maybe it's on the franchise tag. I don't know if an extension will get done, but I do think he'll play in Baltimore at least one more season. And to me, this feels like – 
the Aaron Rodgers situation in Green Bay from last season, you know, where it was, oh, Rodgers is going to leave. He doesn't want to be in Green Bay. And then two days before the start of free agency, he signs that extension and ends up in Green Bay for one more year. So I do think that Lamar and Baltimore will be together for at least one more season, but who knows after that. See, playing on the franchise tag, that's, that is that is a light number for the franchise tag for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Lamar, I, I am upset. I'd be irate if I have to play on the franchise tag, but I'm not going to sit out a season. I mean, no one's really tried it except for Le'Veon Bell, and that was a total disaster. So I don't <laughs> think that option would really be on the table. I don't think Lamar Jackson would do that. I don't think he would hold out. Uh, yeah, I just think he would be unhappy going into training camp if he's playing on the franchise tag, but I do think he would show up. Yeah, but by that time, the Jets might be in the market for another quarterback. So the Jets, like they signed Le- Le'Veon Bell, they could sign Lamar Jackson. It always comes full circle so we can dump on the Jets. John Breach, at John Breach on Twitter. I thank you very much, man. We'll uh, we'll talk again soon. Yep, thanks for having me, Adam. You got it. John Breach, CBSSports.com. See how we can always spin it to, uh, to kind of... You know, knock the Jets. Yeah. So I didn't ask him the other of the Aaron Rodgers question. Can he be their tomato juice <laughs> right. to mask the skunk of being the Jets? And again, I, I, I have my doubts. I don't think people realize just how skunky yeah. Jets are. Well, you would know being a former, I would, absolutely. former fan. Yeah. And, and they, because they, I'm no longer of them, <laughs> yeah. are the most delusional, but at the same time, impressionable. They legitimately believe that they are Super Bowl contenders today. Yeah. They might. They may be right. I mean, stranger things have happened. I don't. I don't believe that they are Super Bowl contenders today. I do believe they got better at quarterback. Or yesterday. They got when, or whenever the deal was finally struck. When Aaron Rodgers showed up and looking like he really was excited to be there. Of course, he said the words that nobody has said. I'm excited to be a New York Jet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody's ever said that. Thanks, darkness. Except the, the exactly. <laughs> Hiawaska. Yeah. Thank you, hallucinogenics. It helps. All right. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a a tap away.